The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Some things just can't be explained, like, why do we call them apartments if they're all stuck together? Hmm. 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 Scratch, scratch, scratch. Thinking about that one. Thanks again for tuning in uh, yet again on another Saturday night. The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. You know, I just realized as we were sitting here waiting for that moment where it says, some things just can't be explained, and then we start. Yeah. It was like, I have a radio show with you, and I thought that was pretty cool for a second. Yeah. Just to be real, I'm like, wow, Very. Brent and Jeff, radio, that's pretty decent. That's nice. That's kind of sentimental. Yeah. Moment of silence. <laughs> we don't have that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> that we left, you know. The world hanging by a thread. <laughs> Pleasantville there for a minute. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be rolling the first tune coming up. We got a great theme for you tonight. The grace of God. Free doesn't mean cheap. That's right. So let's grace. jump right in. God's riches at Christ's expense. Yeah, that old acronym. Nice little acronym. I'm glad you said acronym acronym because I didn't know what it was called, <laughs> and I was just gonna go. You know that thing that they say thing? ends in nim, where every Sim-a-nim. word has <laughs> the letter is used and it forms another word. Yeah, but you know it's it's a word that we toss around so easily, just like some of the words that you know we kind of have been tackling these issues, you know, of prayer and love and just the things that we talk about in uh, you know Christianese but they get they can kind of be dulled by the repetition of you know uh, know, God was gracious or you know uh, it's God's grace and and we kind of forget exactly what that word means amazing grace how sweet the sound yeah saved a wretch like me I knew a girl named Grace once (laughs) you know just tossed around yeah it's just like (laughs) (laughs) you're like saved a wretch like that guy over there (laughs) not me (laughs) but um free the fact that God's grace is free to us doesn't mean that it was cheap and that's kind of what we're talking about the subject of cheap grace versus costly grace yeah you know grace to us you know we are only saved by grace and um you know I love this one verse in Ephesians where where he's explaining all the awesome stuff we get in Christ, you know, the the fact that we were dead in trespasses and sins and because we believed in Jesus, you know, he he came and he took all our trespasses away. Um, and he made us alive. We get to sit in heaven with Jesus and all this this whole list of stuff. Read Ephesians 2 sometime. And it says, oh, by the way, you were saved by grace. <laughs> you didn't earn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that was given to you. And uh, the fact that, you know, a lot of times we can forget just exactly what was paid. Um, you know, we've talked about the cross before. We've talked about the crucifixion. We talked about Jesus dying. We talk about it on every show. But the cost, the price that was paid. You know, you know, to telestize, Jesus said it on the cross, paid in full. What was paid in full? The huge debt that we rack up on a daily basis with our impure thoughts and our misdeeds and everything else, um, that was paid off. Now, it wasn't like you declare bankruptcy and, you know, they just kind of like shoo it under the carpet. That debt had to be paid, and and Jesus did that for us. I just had this visual. I just had this visual of people walking around. They were just credit cards with faces, <laughs> and they would just keep running. They have scanners. They've racking up bills, and for some reason, they have white gloves. <laughs> you know, like the classic, yeah, right. like like cartoon, like the the California raisins and like the Arby's mitt. Like they all have like white gloves with like little trim on them. 
and they have four, four fingers, not five. That's right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we got lots of great music for you. Yeah, this is gonna all be a themed good day. around, or all centered around this theme of the grace of God. Free doesn't mean cheap. That's and, right. Um, hopefully, by the end of this show, you'll you'll have a greater appreciation for the price that was paid. And uh, for what's required of us yeah. as Christians. And hopefully tonight as we lift up Jesus Christ, we can really appreciate, as Jeff said, what it means to have that free gift. And man, it's, you have to understand what the gift actually was. So, hey, check us out on www.thealterlife.com. We know it's lame. Give us your suggestions. We got we have ideas of what it's going to look like someday. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's hard to get it that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, you're like, you know, if I could design my own website and it would be around a radio show, what then, would I put on it that would be yeah, really cool? Exactly. <laughs> We're hoping to have, you know, CD picks of the month and you'll get to see our picture maybe if you really want to. I don't think you will, but... Uh, <laughs> I should have told them that. Yeah, they'll be like, I'm definitely not going... Uh, but, you know, you'll email us. You'll see the story of the altar life and, and what we're all about and yep. all those kinds of fun things and maybe hear clips and things like that. That was Cutlass Passion. We're talking about the grace of God and um, this free gift of grace that we have received from Jesus Christ. And, um, Jeff, you're going to read a verse about what um, he actually did. What was his gift that he actually gave us? Uh, this is from Colossians 2, uh, verses 13 and 14. It says... And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way. This is the important part. Having nailed it to the cross. And I think that sometimes as Christians, we can forget that last thing. We separate Jesus dying on the cross from the price being paid like we can kind of just get confused or you know we like the our sins are wiped away and they've been taken out of the way but we forget the part that those sins were nailed to the cross on top of jesus like that's a huge cost that was paid god didn't overlook that he didn't overlook the sin that we commit he took it off of us and put it on his own son and that's the thing that we're trying to get through um tonight with this theme the grace of god the fact of the matter is god is a just god and what that means is that he it is impossible for god to look at look at anything that is of sinful or anything that is is contrary to him it's impossible for him to have fellowship with that and he can't ignore our sin he can't ignore the stuff in us that is at enemy it says an at enmity i love that i can't ever say that word enmity yeah but it's it means it's it's our it's we're at enemies with god Mm -hmm. and that's like that ephesians chapter 2 verse which says you know we were still dead and we were still enemies with god and um and he can't ignore that and so what he did was he said well jesus christ here you are i'm gonna sacrifice my only son and um he said, here's all the stuff that Jeff did. Here's all the stuff that Brent did. Here's the list. Here's, here's the, the stuff, stuff they got that, on their morality credit card that they've yeah. been racking up. <laughs> the stuff that Joe Blotz did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe Blotz. If you know someone named Joe Blotz, you're cool. Because <laughs> I don't. Um, Go tell them that Jesus paid for their sin. That's right. Hey, Joe Damn. Blotz, you know your sin's paid for? That's right. That's right. And... Uh, <laughs> The whole list of all the stuff you've done, if you could make a list of all the things that you've done wrong or the sin that you can think of in your life, 
Um, I know I'd, I'd probably fill a notebook if I sat there long enough and thought about a it. A notebook, come on. <laughs> All right, maybe. Who are you kidding? Maybe a small pad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I meant the other way. Oh. <laughs> like the Library of Congress. <laughs> See, that's how prideful I am. <laughs> it would be um, the Library of Trespass. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what? He takes that stuff and he—it's like he took a nail. I love the visual that you mm. read. You know, like he took this pad, piece of paper, and just, I'm just picturing him just like nailing that thing to a cross. And, and that pad was really Jesus. He represented the sin in our lives. Jeff, I think unbelievable should be right now. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the unbelievable because I know you're interested in finding out <laughs> what the unbelievable is this week. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what we think is unbelievable this week is forwarded emails. You know. F-W I almost, colon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it means. When three alphanumeric characters were so scary. Never been scarier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Not another FW <laughs> colon. <laughs> R-E colon. That's, That's nice. Because nice. yeah. you're like, oh, somebody uh, they got back to me. F-W. You're like, oh, no. This could have yeah. the virus I think in order to be able to send email, you should have to go through email etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> and you should learn how to, if you're going to forward something, forward it right. Um, you know, like not send all 50 other forwarded emails that yeah. you have received. So <laughs> I know. It's like. I'd open the 51st one. Uh, that's forwarding. Forward. forward. It's the little envelope. It yeah. says forward colon. <laughs> it's like open, open. Would you open. stop with the FW colons? <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> what is that? But the oh, best part man. is you go through it and you're like, oh, what's this going to be? And it's like important message or whatever. And you open it up and it's like, if you like flowers, send this to <laughs> 10 people you know so that the flowers will grow and populate the earth. <laughs> what? You're like, what? <laughs> I can't believe I just wasted my time with this. Hardly ever do you find a forward that yeah. means anything. And you know what? It's a pet peeve of mine is when you get it. Actually, if you get a decent forward, and yeah. at the end it's like, if you don't forward this to ten of your friends, you're a wimp, or yeah. it like calls you out. Like, I know. <laughs> like, the forward like turns its hat to the side, and the forward pulls his pants down a little bit and gets a little like W sign. And it's like you know what? If you don't forward me. Shoot, man! <laughs> it's got you're like gonna this have attitude. you're gonna have like bad luck for like I know, seven years. Like, I love when it's like might as well just break a mirror. If you don't forward this to ten Christian friends, you know, then you don't love Jesus. Yeah, and then I'm thinking God's up there, like, yeah, I'm so glad that people think that I'm concerned about forwarding emails. That yeah, that's what I have to waste my time on. Yeah, <laughs> God's like, sitting up like, there, like, <laughs> oh man, that person doesn't love me. They didn't forward that email, <laughs> like to me. Are we serious? <laughs> like when we do that, like anytime I get that, I deliberately delete it. Yeah, like, and I'm like, God, I love you. Therefore, I'm not going to waste my time reading emails or your my precious brothers and sisters. Don't don't glorify you in any way, shape, or form. You know what? And don't believe them all. All the things you hear, check it out before you forward it on. Do us all a favor, yeah, please. Continuing on with the topic here tonight about grace being free, not cheap. And, um, you know, what's a sad, sad commentary on the church today in America is that there's so many churches that water down the gospel. And what I mean by that is water down actually what happened to Jesus Christ on the cross and what it really meant. Because they're afraid to talk about things that are like not PC, you know, like you have sin in your life, you know, you have a debt to be paid, you have a problem, because you know what, that hurts our feelings, 
<laughs> it hurts our feelings. Yeah. And um, and we, we you know, and and then the, in turn, you know, that cheapens grace. Yeah. People want to be like, oh, God forbid that we're indebted to Christ. What's wrong with being indebted to Jesus? I mean, the debt that we've racked up for ourselves, like we talked about before, like think about it in like, you know, there's that uh, great um, parable in one of the Gospels. I can't really think of it off, offhand, but of the master who this guy owed him like billions of dollars in like yeah. nowadays money. And he was like, oh, please, like, you know, I can't pay it back. And he, he forgave all the debt that he had, like totally just was like you're you're clear and you're like wow millions and billions of dollars this guy owed him and he didn't get a penny back and then he goes and one of his friends owes him like a thousand dollars and he like throws him and like gets him like tortured and like beat up to get this money back from him and when the original master comes and finds out he's like i was merciful to you i like erased your debt and this is you know you you don't even you know reciprocate is that the right word yeah uh like you don't even like you know return that in the way that you act, you go on and just completely forget and dismiss what uh, the yeah. great mercy and grace that I've given you. And then he ends up, like, you know, sending them off. I think it says to the torturers or something. But it's like, you know, that's not like you can't base like full church doctrine on a parable. But think about that. Like, Jesus forgave this huge debt. Yeah. And we are forever indebted to him. And people are like, well, we could never pay Jesus back. But a lot of times we say that as an excuse never to even like try to do anything for Jesus. Well, I can't possibly pay him back, so I'll just do whatever I want yeah. for the rest of my because, life. You know, he just overlooks my sin anyway. You yeah. know, he just he doesn't even care. He just erased it. It's no. gone. Never, yeah. you know, no one ever paid the punishment for it or whatever. And that's not true. There's um this doctrine of cheap grace that, you know, swirls and whirls. Yeah. And uh, we got another hour of it <laughs> that we're going to be talking about it and refuting it. Is that a good <laughs> word? There's nothing you can really do to prepare to rock. Do you prepare to eat a delicious meal? No. Are you hungry? Then you're going to eat it. And I'm hungry for rock 24-7. The Altar Life. With Brent and Jeff. This grace that we've been given for free, um, but it wasn't something that fell out of the air. <laughs> and we haven't received it through osmosis. It was Jesus Christ who has given it to us. And he and such a precious, precious gift that cost him the world, cost him his own son. Um, but for us, it was free. So, Jeff, you're going you're gonna to read another verse? Yeah, this is from Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. It says, And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. I think that last part is the part that we forget as Christians, is that not only has Jesus wiped away the requirements or the debt that um, was placed against us. Not only has he taken our sin out of the way so that we can commune with him freely, but it was nailed to the cross. It wasn't just thrown out the window and like disregarded and like, let's not mention that again. It was Jesus saying, this is going to be dealt with right now and I'm going to die so that you can live. And that's something that we need to remember because it wasn't that God turned a blind eye or overlooked our sin because he just loved us so much and just wanted us to be with, you know, and just kind of like, that would be like having that big, you know, white elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. You know what I mean? Like having sin in our life while we're trying to talk to God. That's what it's like. You need to have God, which he already did, thankfully, 2000 years ago, put the sin on his son and his son paid the price. And that's so important that we remember that. Here's the thing. God is a just God. And the reason why um, I bring that up is because because he's just, he can't. It's impossible for him 
to ignore the sin in our lives. He, he can't reconcile being completely pure, completely holy and set apart. He can't have communion with that that sin, that the darkness, the things that the Bible says are at enemy, or at enemies with him, or at en- enmity um, with him. Um, and because of that, he had to do something with that. He couldn't get past that. Um, and so he he offered up his son to be the sin to and so that he could die and raise and be raised again and take care of that issue um, in our lives. And um, that that cost him everything. And um, so it didn't have to cost us anything. Um, so it could be we, it could be a free gift for us. We didn't have to go through that pain and that torture that he went through. Um, so that's the preciousness um, of this gift of grace. So, all right, I love that song because Crystal Myers is just singing about how awesome this gift of grace is. And, you know, like in Ephesians chapter 2, keep going back to that. Um, and as, after Paul just starts going off on, you know, the fact that um, look! Look at all this. Look at what this grace did. You were dead, and now you're free, um, and you get to sit up in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. Exceeding riches that you have, and he just kind of talks up this awesome thing, um, and just starts talking about how awesome God's grace is. And then he says, "We are His workmanship, created um, in Christ Jesus for good works. We should just walk in the stuff we're called to do, um, and not take it for granted." Yeah, uh, Paul says in Romans six, which is where we make our home here on the altar life, the Book of Romans. He says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? And he goes on to say that, you know, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. Just because grace covers sin doesn't mean that we should sin more so that grace is more. That's not, that's not why Jesus was gracious to us. It was to turn us from our sin. And that's something that we forget as Christians was that God was good to us to lead us to repentance. And uh, it talks about that in Romans as well, chapter 2, if you want to read that. Um, also down a little bit further, he says, God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, Yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. That's not something we like to think about as Christians, that we were slaves of sin and now we're free from sin. But guess what? We're slaves of righteousness now because God paid the price for us as you know a slave. But he's a great master. You know, we've been dominated by this cruel master of sin. Jesus you know, buys us for himself and then basically sets us free. And that's the most important thing. But we're indebted to him. You know, we become his bond slaves, just like yeah. those ones back in, uh, I guess, Leviticus or wherever it is, when it says that they chose to stay with their master because of the love the master showed to them. They nailed their ear to the door as a testimony. And, you know, that's so important that we respond to Christ's grace in the proper way by living for him. Yeah, and how can we really fall in love with this Jesus? Is when, when we, The more we think about this gift... And the more we see how much he really loved us, you know, that says we love him because he first loved us. It says that in the word um, that when we start falling in love with this gift, with Jesus Christ, and just really as we start meditating on the real gift that it was, um, we get excited. We get passionate for God. Um, Our hearts just leap when we hear Jesus's name. Um, And, you know, it makes us want to be pure. It makes us want to walk holy. It makes us want to live a life that's the altar life, the one that it's our reasonable service to uh to do that so there's this doctrine in the church called cheap grace if you haven't you know gotten wind of it from this show at least um and there's a book called the cost of discipleship you know jesus talks about it 
in many different places about you know counting the cost because there is if you really think about it, there's a cost now the cost may seem you know like Brent had said before like the cost may seem so great you know at first Jesus the cost that he paid the price that he paid for us was so great that to live for him you know sometimes it seems difficult but uh, we've forgotten that in the church and and a lot of times we want to offer all the benefits of yay I'm free from sin um, without any of the you know the instruction that that God has in his word and in this book the cost of discipleship it says that cheap grace preaches forgiveness without requiring repentance which is something that is so crucial we talked about that in one of the early early shows of the altar life the that God can forgive us but we have to repent uh, it offers baptism without church discipline communion without confession which is so important that we confess our sins in order to have communion with God like I said before that big elephant in the room that God can't avoid God didn't you know overlook our sin it had to be dealt with absolution without personal confession grace without discipleship grace without the cross grace without Jesus Christ living incarnate and that's what's going on in the church today they're talking about you know this grace and God is so good to us and we don't have to worry about anything it's you know it's just there for us and we can just live our lives and be happy and productive and great people. But guess what? You know, when you offer that grace, that's grace without the cross. That's forgetting yeah. the price that was paid. And when you take the cross out of the message, then it has no effect. You know, the message of the cross, that's that's what we live for. That's how we are Christians. And you can never negate that by painting a pretty romantic picture of what was done, what the grace of God is. There is a, you know, a bloody picture that we need to be focused on. Yeah, it's like the Pleasantville gospel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the black and white. La, la, like, la, 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 yeah. You know, me, me, me. Wife in the like kitchen, husband off at the factory, coming home, and pork chops and applesauce are on the table for I mean, him. There's, there's, some, there's some crazy people out there in the church that, you know, are like, you know, God would never kill his son. That's murder. You know, yeah. and they're like <laughs> making all this stuff up because it's just too you know, gory and gross and, you know, God wouldn't be like that. You know, the fact of the matter is it is. Yeah. And, uh, he did it for us. It's a free gift. Um, and, uh, we should be living, living the called, living the calling that we've been called to. Um, so that's a really cool thing, you know, uh, praise the Lord. You know, you just, you just, you just think about it. You just want to rejoice. You just want to yeah. worship God. Um, and just thank him for everything that he has done. Jeff, we're, we're almost out of time. It's uh, it flew by this this evening, but um, it was a great it was a great topic, and uh, you know, it just made me start thinking about Jesus, and just you know, make me want to just you know, um, go tell somebody about it. Yeah, <laughs> about it. So, um, well, in closing, we just want to you know really hammer it home that we just like that song said, we want to live to please God. Why? Because He deserves it. I mean, yeah. He. <laughs> think about it what it was done for us and how could we you know continue to live our life in a way that is contrary you know it said in that verse in colossians that the handwriting that was against us was contrary to us it's like it wasn't good news for us it wasn't like here's some requirements for you and you know the way it's worded there you're like oh good i don't have any requirements as a christian no that's not what it's talking about it's talking about here's the requirements that we were supposed to live up to in the first place we messed up now they're contrary to us because we're sinful Jesus took those and nailed them to the cross so we're, we're not bound under the old law anymore. Amen. But we are bound under grace, <laughs> the Bible says. Like, Paul says, you know, shall we continue in sin because we're not under the law but under grace? And he says, certainly not. Just God because, forbid. Yeah, there's a way to live our life uh, according to uh, the death on the cross and, and living in the shadow of the cross, as some uh, you know people say. 
It's so important. And what was, you know, what is this salvation? What is the gospel? The good news is that if we trust in Jesus Christ and the death that he died to to pay for our sins, not just to erase them, but to really, you know, to to pay them in full, the debt that we had, you know, accrued. <laughs> um, and continue it, to Yeah, accrue. exactly. You know, future tense as well. If we believe and trust in him as the Savior, then you know, we're going to go to heaven. And we have the promise of eternal life. And that's what we're trying to get across to you guys tonight. Hopefully, you know, you're listening and you're being stirred and, and reminded of these things that you were taught from the beginning. You know, Paul talks about, you know, we want to, you know, rejoice in the faith that the, the things that have been delivered to you, the gospel that's been preached to you. And we just want to be straight up and real with you. We want you guys to know exactly what it is that we're talking about. Jesus Christ dying on the cross so that we don't have to pay the price for our sins. He paid it for us. He paid a debt that he didn't know because we owed a debt that we couldn't pay, as they once said. A uh, very famous quote. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's that. I mean, that's that's the base of our whole life. Yeah, and our prayer for every listener out there tonight um, and our prayer for ourselves is that um, two things. You know, if you're not a believer, it's it's free. All you have to do is say, you know, God, I believe it, and um, and change it, you know, and turn the other direction. And if you're a believer and you're just goofing off because you're just taking this grace for granted, you can just ask forgiveness. Um, the grace is there for the taking. It's free. And, um, you know, just, you know, try to um, live the life that you were called to and walk in in the direction you were called. So with that, we're out. Be cool, cats. Live for Christ. Period. Period.